Hi, I'm James, and I've loved Seinfeld since the 90s. Hello, I'm Steve. I gave Seinfeld a miss the first time round, but it could be really very nice and good. And together we're watching every episode, recording our own commentary track, in a show that we like to call... Hello, Newman. I made, I made an observation today. I was on a train. Oh. Aren't, aren't children horrible to each other? Usually, yes. Yeah, especially on trains. But, like, um, uh, children who seem to go to quite nice schools are really horrible to each other in really subtle, subtle psychological ways. So like, whereas at my school, it was mostly punching. There was quite a lot of psychological warfare going on on the mm. train. It, was, well, it wasn't nice. Sorry, you were going to say something. I was, but I don't care. Okay. So I, just, I just feel like it would only drag the show down. Shall I? Yeah, <laughs> no, that's my job. Shall I? Um, uh, shall I get on with it then? Okay. Okay. Uh, hello and welcome to uh, episode sixty-six of Hello Newman. Um, it's uh, episode. Yeah, this episode sixty-six. I just double checked. Then I, I should have backed myself, shouldn't I? Thank you for downloading and thank you more for listening. I think yeah. that's a thing I could say, isn't it? No, I, uh, that's the right order. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. um, it's it's difficult to listen without mm. somehow acquiring the file. That's right. Well, you could st- um, stream it, couldn't you? You could, but mm. it's still technically downloading data to your device. I suppose. Um, even if it's temporary. Yeah. But if you didn't do that first bit, mm. you couldn't listen. Yes, that's true. So the order was correct. Thank you for temporarily caching our... <laughs> Oh, the show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, we really appreciate it. Uh, you uh, have already done us a favour by listening to this. You can do us another solid, if you wish, uh, and leave us a review um, on the podcatcher of your choice. Although, um, to be honest with you, the only one we actually see is, is, is Apple, I think. Although Stitcher might give me notifications. I don't know. I don't even know if you can leave... I really should have yeah. done my research, shouldn't I, Steve? Always helps. But I was concentrating too much on uh, researching the Seinfeld episodes we're about to watch, which we're watching on Amazon Prime here in the UK, um, which still, is it season two or three that's still inexplicably unavailable? Two. How very strange. But there we go. Other ways of listening are available, which is exciting, um, uh, but... Shall we? Shall we just dive in? I'm uh, raring to go. Yeah, I, I mean, my preambling, uh, my preambling uh, efforts I'm making so far, very weak, very weak, Steve. I think. Do you think the uh, nap you had earlier threw you off your game? Oh well, yeah. I mean, I should probably admit that um, up until about what 15 minutes ago, I was fast asleep. <laughs> um, so, so we'll see how that goes, shall we? Sleepy James and uh, delayed Steve because of sleepiness and uh, general chaos in my house. So, uh, what yeah, I did a little yawn again. There we go. Yeah. Uh, what an opportunity for mm. um, our listener who has uh, cached yeah. this episode yeah. in one form or yeah. another. Uh, they get to play a little game of does James fall asleep through mm. commentary to this episode of Seinfeld? I probably won't fall asleep, but um, I'm more likely to be um, incoherent than... <laughs> The normal, the and I'm, I'm normally pretty incoherent, so let's see how this goes. I'm really excited. Super fast ride. So hold on there, <laughs> super fast one. Scream if you want to go faster. So, uh, season 5, episode 3, The Glasses, Steve, is what we're about to watch. Great. Of that hit show, Seinfeld. Uh, my counter 
is at all the zeros. Steve, I'm hovering over the play button, which uh, for the uninitiated is the triangle on its side. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to press play now. There you are. There's a little bit of shaking. A man with a beard in the front in the front row there, looking at Jerry, thinking, "Gosh, I wish I wasn't a banker. Wish I was a stand-upper." But they all dressed the same, didn't they? He's, he's uh, with some admiration. He's, mm. uh, he's looking at Jerry there. I can't help but look at him. He's taking some of that special nineteen nineties cocaine, isn't he? It's given him a lot of confidence to sit <laughs> in the front. He, but he's looking forward in twenty years to watching Narcos and finding out where his uh, his little his uh, little foibles come from. Mm. So straight into the apartment. Straight with Jerry into the apartment. And Jerry and Elaine, uh, written by Tom Gimmel, Max Pross. Which I think are their first, their first gig on Seinfeld. They become very familiar names to us. Oh, good. That must be Kramer. Air conditioning. How exciting! Kramer, of course, his extensive um, network of contacts. Yeah. Um, uh, going into the air conditioning business. So. Absolutely. Well, why? Why wouldn't he know someone who can provide him with? Um, with an air conditioner. Who doesn't he know? It's interesting okay. that uh, Jerry had, you know, mm. with, with his resources, mm. uh, hadn't had an air conditioner already. No, it's very odd. Because, you know, he's he's doing all right for himself, isn't he? Yes. Yeah, we know that. This has been established. It's Aquaman there. Yep. It's a great look. Um. It, it will be brought up later, but it's worth maybe, probably worth asking the question before Elaine does. Yes. Not who who steals prescription glasses. Mm. Who who has prescription goggles? Do 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 you know anyone who has prescription? I don't goggles? know anybody who does. No. But um, if my eyesight was much worse than it is, I would yeah. probably have a pair. Is that is that because you don't want to miss out on all those underwater sights? It's uh, keeping watch for uh, incoming plasters. And sharks? Yeah. Yeah. I hadn't thought about the sharks, to be honest with you. It's just the neighbourhood we're in, you know? Yeah. That's a hell of a fruit that she's uh, dissecting there, isn't it? I, I believe that's uh, fruit orange. Mm. Mm. So 30% off an air conditioner. Yeah. 30% off spectacles. Yeah. Kramer is an expert in getting thirty percent off. So I think what we're trying, what I think what Kramer's saying is, markup in New York is roughly between forty to thirty percent. Nice brand new set, the opticians. It's uh, decorated with lots of frames. Absolutely, which is what you would find in an opticians. Mm-hmm. Well observed, Steve. Yeah, it means that they dress the set well. They have. Is look, you know. The production values on this show, I, I, I think they take a bit of an uptick, but I, th- I think yeah. they are brilliant. This is like a, a barely used set. I don't think we're ever going to go in opticians again. I think it looks great. It's a very passive-looking dog, isn't it? Look at it. It is. Uh, now, I'm not entirely sure how it got to where it was to a... Uh, it's a bit strange that it bit her ankle when it was her hand was Reaching out, yeah. Yeah. He should have gone. He should go for those frames. I mean, the ones Sophia Loren is wearing in the background. 
think the ones uh, George is wearing there yeah. would probably, you know, in this day and age, look uh, look pretty good. Pretty, pretty. Yeah, they look good. Oh dear, He's seen something. He's made an observation. Right. Now he's a bit preoccupied. True. Yes. Go on. End of this scene uh, is all more character moment for Jerry. Uh, reinforcing what an absolute bastard he is. Oh, excuse my French. What an absolute <laughs> so-and-so he is. Yeah. Mm. Uh, including the dismissive uh, yeah. waves, which I quite like. Oh, absolutely. No, he's, he's good for the comedy. Yeah, yeah, I have one of those. Yeah. Fantastically dismissive. He's definitely... Like the performance, I think he gives in this episode is definitely, it's it's a much stronger, more confident Jerry Seinfeld performing here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's no Ted Danson, but you know, I think it's because his hair's real. Right. Yeah. Mm. Uh, George is George Squinting been established already? I can't remember. No, I don't think so. All oh, right. Okay. So I couldn't remember watching this. I was thinking back, thinking, have we? Have we had the squinting discussion before? Brilliant. How how does someone who can't see a thing choose a pair of frames? Well, I may, maybe that's what this episode's about. So it's a very exciting new frame. Yeah, it's a very feminine frame. Yeah, very feminine frame. I love the way he. he I got- mean, he he was picking out frames. Mm. Uh, on the side of the store with a lot of pictures of women. He obviously he, not really, not really uh, maybe, clicked into that. Maybe he thought those women were looking at him. <laughs> okay, admiring by this, him by this one, George. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, George here demonstrating how one does not drop somebody's name. A normal human being would say, "I believe you know my friend Kramer. He mentioned that if I brought his name up, yeah, I might be able to get a thirty percent discount." I don't think when you mention someone's name, you literally just go up to them and go, oh, this is brilliant. I love this so much. It's a real Abbott and Costello moment in the middle of Seinfeld. That I, it, The Doctor as well, the performance of yeah. the Doctor. Worth watch, watching him just to see how hard he's trying not to laugh. <laughs> I'll keep an eye out for that. Yeah. Definitely some struggles here. But this has already established itself as this season's Doctor set, I think, hasn't it? Yeah. So there we go. There's the, the, the squinting the legend. legend. The squint. yeah. yeah. Spotting raccoons left and right. Brilliant. Nice <laughs> 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 shot. Don't fight. <clears throat> the most... He's... Like the most gloriously incompetent <laughs> woof, doctor, woof. yeah, <laughs> brilliant. That's great. Oh, definite, definite, some definite uh, uh, face control there as he walks off. Oh yes, Jerry's hey, girlfriend. Hey, Girlfri- it's another uh, person from television. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It's uh, Cindy Lauper from Girls Want to Have Fun fame. Right. That's right, isn't it? Not quite. Okay. I'm sorry, listener. Uh, there's there's uh, there's a little cult hit called uh, Breaking Bad. Probably wouldn't have heard of it. Breaking what? Break, Breaking Bad. Oh, yeah. Q from Star Trek's in that. That's right, yeah. And mm. also uh, that this lady here, Anna Gunn. I tell you what, she done after, I tell you she reminds me of, but she's a, she's a lot younger. 
she looks a little bit like uh, Walter Mitty's wife from uh, Breaking Bad. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's who it is then. He's uh, unleashed the uh, pass ag in him. Oh, yeah. Of which he's got much. And I think he is taking one hell of a risk there, given he's dressed like a debt chair. Yes. Mm. He's so prepared. He's, he's, he's gone in quite tough there, hasn't he? Far too hard, and he's so... He almost bookmaned her. Absolutely. Oh, Bookman. Oh, my favourite. I love Bookman. Count Stanzia. I know that wasn't him, but it was the same episode. It was, yes. Uh, I take it, um, I don't want to open Apple Corner because there's no point relitigating the conversation we had previously, but you still can't really establish, I take it, the model of that computer from the shop we had previously. I've pretty much established everything but the model of the computer. Fantastic. I could tell you the model of the display, the keyboard, mm-hmm. the mouse. Brilliant. <laughs> but, yeah. but not not the computer itself. I'm struggling to, still the new to bike. recognise it. Uh, he's got an air conditioner coming as well, so we'll be able yeah. to take a trip to um, uh, air conditioner uh, corner yeah. as well. Well, so much of this episode happens in Apple Corner, Steve. Yeah. It's brilliant. The goggles are on again. I love them. See, the uh, fridge has been very heavily redressed this season. You know what? I, I hadn't paid yeah. attention to mm. season five fridge. Mm. I have noticed that all the instructions to uh, to think have gone. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, don't do that. Well, they're like a, a huge mainstream hit now. And the last thing they want to be asking uh, the majority of the American populace to do is think. Right, yeah. It's what TV's meant to stop us from doing, isn't that's, it? That's correct, yes. Yeah. Television, Steve. The drug of the nation. Spreading ignorance and causing constipation. I might have got some of that wrong. Yeah. That sounded about right to me. Yeah. But definitely still more upmarket cereal. He's definitely going up in the world. So there's a, the, 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 the power of George's squint is mm. being brought into question. Absolutely. This is brilliant, though. Aping the um, the, the moment from uh, The Great Escape, where Donald Pleasance's character sees a pin, apparently, from the other side of the room to prove that his eyesight oh. is well. I can, I can see quite well, he says. So I don't, I, I, I don't know if they're aping that or it's just a coincidence. But yeah, one one minute he's blind, the next minute he's seeing, seeing quarters from some way off. I can, I, I can think see quite I, well, Steve. I, I think it might uh, key into um, uh, how George is with money. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he can smell it. Yep. Not shot, George. Dog bite. Yeah, woof woof. Yeah. <laughs> Second An- Another, yeah, uh, little applause. Uh, frank- frankly, Steve, at this point, the crowd are out of control. Mm, Dan on. Yeah, there's a lot of it too, isn't there? There is. Yeah, the product placement's gone wild. Tropicana. It's interesting, though. Uh, Kramer makes an entrance into the apartment, mm. gets an applause. Yeah. Elaine makes an entrance into the apartment. Mm. No applause. No, a little bit of maybe people sucking their teeth. Yeah, I think Kramer, though, was the huge sort of... He's the he's the laughs, and he's dressed like Rupert the Bear. An onion, he's eating an onion. Yeah, I, is it is it me or has Kramer got Rupert the Bear's uh, jacket on? 
<laughs> I swear you put. You That's put, it. You meant to do it. Uh, Take another bite. But the thing is, uh, it's funny, isn't it? Because George is eating an onion, but then you sort of think, "Oh no, Jason Alexander is eating an onion." Yeah, yeah. this is a real human being yeah. eating an onion. Yeah, it, it, a raw onion, as if it were an apple. Yeah, it becomes so much more sinister. Yeah, I swear to God, you put Kramer in a red jumper and a yellow scarf, and you've got Rupert there. Oh, I really want to dress Jerry up as a badger now. <laughs> Brilliant. He's, so there we go, another conspiracy. He's creating a trap for Uncle Jeffrey and uh, uh, Walter from Breaking Bad's wife. What's her name in that? It's really bugging me. It's uh, Francesca. No, it's no, <laughs> no, no, but. It's, uh, it's Clark. So everyone's everyone's coming in with their own um, with their own agenda here. Yeah, Elaine, uh, pretty much ready to rumble yeah. the situation with a discount. Yeah, he but, got him off sugar. It's true, but as as with so many sort of uh, bit part characters, you think, oh, what we're watching is the week their life went to poop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the the, the the week that they got involved in all four of them and and the tsunami that is their lives completely destroyed their lives. Brilliant. It's a great... It's it a, is, it's, it's great. It's a great moment. Get out of here. Yeah. Oh... Do you, do you feel... Oh, look at him. They are... I mean, I think they're all right, those glasses, to be honest with you. You what? I wouldn't wear them, but I think they're all right. <laughs> so here's a scene that builds. Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, nowadays, uh, we'd be uh, checking it all out uh, mm. on our smartphone, thinking yeah. we've got uh, four different diseases at the same time. Yeah. You had to work a little bit harder back then. He needed an encyclopedia yeah. or, or medical dictionary. That's correct. Yeah. Oh. So this is this is what I love here is is this slow drip of a lane showing all of the symptoms. But how but how incredibly calm about it she is. Yeah. Oh, the air conditioning's here, Steve. That looks like a powerful unit he's carrying. Well, it's what ten thousand BTUs of raw cooling power. That's why. The Commando 8. Yeah. Installed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I'm not quite sure that's how it works. I don't think it is either. It's, it. I often think that Kramer is the most intelligent of these four, that he's operating uh, 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 like a level above them. Yes. But, man, that's uh, murderously stupid, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah. You know, I'm, sure, <laughs> I'm sure when I was very, very young, there was a there was a drama on TV late at night about rabies, and I think I saw an episode once, and it scared the absolute living daylights out of me for some time afterwards. Crikey! Well, of course, of course. Yeah, Kramer's always got a friend who's had anything. Yeah, must have been Bob Sacramento. Brilliant. <laughs> the Madam line. May I have one of those, Madam? It is brilliant, isn't it? Completely unable. Oh, he's he's eating pretzels. I didn't clock that. Yeah. So not only has he got female glasses on, he's very thirsty. 
Gloria Vanderbilk. Vanderbilk. There's another Vander. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh. Lockjaw. Oh, dear. This is a tour de force by Julia, Julia Louis-Dreyfus, isn't it? Here we go. <laughs> oh, that's ridiculous, though, isn't it? It is. It's so season five, Steve. If it, it, yes, I love that though. <laughs> Will this hurt? Yes, very much. Yeah. Bang! <laughs> yeah, straight in. Absolutely. That was and that was the scene where he's very amused by that line. <laughs> so Jerry, Jerry's put like a screen up around it, so he's done a little bit of rudimentary work with it. It looks like cardboard. Oh yeah, but. <laughs> He's like, he's gone to the effort. It's not structurally sound. Well, I don't think Jerry did a risk assessment. (laughs) What's the worst that could happen? I mean, she might accidentally uh, throw some uh, rabid spit down there. Surely it couldn't be any worse than that. Yeah, he wouldn't want his dog to catch more rabies. Valiant effort here from Kramer. He tries. Yeah. Almost destroys Apple Corner. Almost dies. Almost. <laughs> Brilliant. That's a great shot of the yeah. Commando 8. <laughs> oh. Now. That was fun. I was going to say, I don't want to, this is uh, George, George's, George's glasses friend is a, is a very odd, but I think quite welcome twist in it. George is essentially, um, before, Befriending and defrauding a blind guy. Uh, yeah, effectively. Mm. This is lovely, though. He wants to. He wants to get that guy. Yeah, both of them running out in their swimming shorts into the high street. Uh, sorry, the street. Big. Mm. Ah, the evil thought occurs. He's dressed awful fly, the blind guy. Because all the the optician is, already yeah. as a mark of the uh, tough time he's having is back on the Babe Ruths. He is. Oh, he wants to be. He wants to be careful on account of. Uh, and so then the, the the dog guy comes back in, actually with a purpose this time. Yeah. Around. Right now, this is a question that I I would yeah, because he just just wanders into the optician the first time around, yep. doesn't he? Going, oh, I'm just here for my dog to bite you. But um, and George George rolling over on his tummy. So yeah. Um, I have a question. Do you think the dog would have survived in seasons one through four? <laughs> no. No, nor no. do I. They might have been slightly conflicted in season yeah. four. Any earlier than that, yeah, a goner. Yeah, that's a dead dog. We're dealing. This is a dead Hello. dog. Hello, hello. What a, a surprise, Leo! A pleasant surprise. I don't know about you, but any episode with Uncle Leo gets uh, an additional point for me. <laughs> but inside uh, cousin Jeffrey's apartment, yeah, it's something like Skylar. Her name is Skylar. I want to say that's a... He's almost outraged yeah. about it. It's very, yeah. very emotional. How can an educator and a student be friends? Oh, yeah, the tickets. It is unusual. I mean, I will give him that. I mean, are you friends with any of your teachers? 
Nope. I think many of mine are still sworn mortal enemies of mine. So it looks like a Malkovich poster in the background, but it's too early. Oh yeah. Oh, I don't know. It's no, it's not. Get Brilliant. A leopard. Yeah, Jeffrey's face. Oh, his delivery is just perfect, isn't it? Yep. What a strange thing to bring up. Yeah. Well, absolutely. not really, because he's very yeah. proud of Jeff, isn't he? Yeah, of course, absolutely. So. At this point, though, like the dialogue's completely written for the actor, isn't it? It's yeah, like yeah. You know they've got his voice in their heads when they're writing it. Didn't I didn't notice the fish tank in the background before? Oh, is there one? Yeah. Yeah. If they uh, if if they get the other shot in a minute, we we can go to fish tank corner. Welcome to fish tank corner. Look there, the fish are alive. Absolutely, yeah, very much so. Do you know, if only the listener knew the <laughs> Get some pizza. If only the listeners knew the sacrifice my fish are making for this show. Well. I really shouldn't have bought a... <laughs> the deep pinch. I really shouldn't have bought a water pump with a thousand BTUs of raw hmm. pumping power. Oh, there's the power of the squint. So, so there's the kiss. There's Skylar kissing Jeffrey. Or... A police officer of a certain age kissing her horse. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, anyone could confuse the two. Yeah, well, if they weren't squinting, maybe. Back to the health club. Yeah, well-used health club. Yeah. We're going there a lot more. We're spending more time there. Yeah. And more characters going there. I think we've only seen Jerry and Elaine there previously. Pretty, pretty sure. Is this not the health club with the uh, sauna? I'm sorry, I've gone out, Steve. All right. Ah, uh, the reveal. The idiot left them on top of his locker. Mm-hmm. Which is, I remember, you and I used to go swimming together uh, quite a lot. I'm sure I used to leave stuff on top of things. Really? Did I used to leave stuff? I'm sure I lost uh, my goggles more than once. Oh, okay. I I was pretty sure we put yeah. everything in the lockers, but... Yeah, maybe we did. Yeah. That was nice, the days we used to spend together... Watching men of a certain age parade about with their willies out. It was it's a horror show. Anyway, sorry. Uh, uh, yeah. Um yeah, so uh when did glasses become an impulse buy? That's that's uh Yeah, that's no, that's a good point. Yeah, because this was the, 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 the in the in the nineties when you'd get the opticians right with the the generic prescriptions, wouldn't you? Which I think is what he's referring to. I've got no idea. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure he's talking about those, those sort of generic prescription glasses that you could buy. So, you know, there'd be the spinning rack in the oh, pharmacy. But they would be, they would be, um, <coughs> they would be uh, for reading glasses. Mm, yeah. Not for uh, distance. Really? Yeah. Could you, could you not see into the distance with them? I mean, if you bought a couple of pairs, would it not double up the power? Uh, they might cancel each other out. Oh, yeah, never, cr- go- never cross the street. No, that's right. Okay, so, uh, well, uh, uh, one thing's happened is we've answered the question, how will Sleepy James cope with uh, talking about the show? Uh, and listeners uh, can make up their own mind and say, <laughs> so can you, Steve, in your own head. Um, but what I would like to do is what I always do at this point of the show, and I say, Steve, uh, I'd love to know your thoughts on the glasses. That flew by, didn't it? It really did, yeah. It's, uh, it's a densely packed episode. There's yeah. a lot going on. Mm. Um, I, I think... I think I have uh, mixed feelings about it on a 
technical side in terms of some of the writing. Thought you might. But it's entertaining. <laughs> it is. Yes, it is. That's yep. what, yeah, I agree. Um, it's It fits more in line with what you've been telling me about, that it that this season starts getting broader. Yes. It definitely feels that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it handles that relatively well. Yep. Um I found I found the foaming at the mouth thing a little bit silly, but mm-hmm. it just about worked, I thought. Mm-hmm. A lot of that comes from Julia Louise Dreyfus' uh, performance. Yep. That helps sell all of that stuff. Absolutely. Because again, like in the wrong hands, that would feel a bit clunky, mm-hmm. but like you were saying, it's it, you know, that whole scene there's that kind of slow reveal of mm-hmm. her expressing all of these symptoms through yeah. her own hypochondria. Absolutely. Um, but that is, uh, yeah, that, that was pretty silly. And yeah, yeah, there the, the silly bits and pieces in there, but th- they all, you know, mm. function relatively well. It'll be interesting to see um, how this gets handled from here on in mm-hmm. and whether it works better um, based on who's writing it. Yeah, I I I feel like I can put some of some of the clunkiness, some of the reservations I have about the the script to the fact that there are relatively new writers on it. Um, and I'm yeah, there'll be a couple of things I get into there, I think. But um, it made I think it 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 made me think a little bit about uh, the heart attack, and that's like way back in season two. Yeah, which at the time was quite you know, a, a raucous, mm-hmm. high-pitched, very energetic episode, quite unusual at the time. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it feels like some of the stuff they're doing now is very similar in pitch to, to that episode there. So if we get more like that, mm-hmm. I think that could be pretty good. You pretty. wouldn't want that every week. No. But, um, yeah, I think in the right hands that would work out well. I think one of the big one of the biggest distractions was, was the dog. Yep. Um, I don't think there's ever been a point in Seinfeld to date mm-hmm. where there's been anything as obviously serving the story mm. as a guy walking into an opticians with mm. his dog and then walking yeah. back out oh, without no, it's actually doing anything. It's horribly clunky, isn't it? It's, oh, I'm here with the dog for no reason. Yeah. Yeah. That, it's, um, it's probably a mark of maybe uh, just being pushed for time, I think, more than anything. Because yeah. you would imagine that... Um, uh, you know, if if um, if the script editor or if Larry David himself was just like passing an eye over the script, he'd yeah. go, "Hang on a minute." Yeah, but yeah, because it, it should have happened outside. It should have yeah. happened outside the opticians. Yep. So I think you're right. It was probably the fact that 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 shot just wasn't on. There wasn't a they possibility yeah, to make absolutely. it. Absolutely, yeah. they couldn't do it. They, yeah. they, I mean, you had because um, you'd have to dress a part of Seinfeld Street. Yep. To make it happen, it would have yeah, it'd have been logistically would have been very a difficult. Yeah. yeah. So you think. This is interesting what you're saying, actually. So uh, the the clunk the clunkiness of that is actually probably more to do with um, logistical restrictions rather than just being dicey writing. It's just a way of getting around the fact that they can't get the shot that the scene requires. Could well be. Mm. Could well be. Um, yeah, and I was kind of. I think the first time round, I was kind of fifty fifty on the mm. foaming at the mouth, kind of the whole Elaine mm. kind of rage thing. But it's all right. It's 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 fine. It's I, it's funny enough, isn't it? And uh, it, it, yeah. like I said, it's 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 down to it's down to the performer to sell it. And 
yeah. If you're giving it to any of the mm. four main uh, yeah. players, then it's it's very much in safe hands. Yeah, you, yeah, I think you're right. You get away with it because because uh, Elaine obviously prone to melodrama, but Julie Louis Dreyfus sells the hell out of it. Doesn't yeah, she? absolutely. Um, very pleased to see Uncle Leo. Hello. Oh, uh, a very fun, very fun character to have, and um, I I. I like it when he, I mean, I don't know whether it's his thing, mm. but I like it when it's a surprise, but yeah. it's not for, you know, and I, I mean, technically they were speaking about cousin Jeff yeah. and you know, he's closely connected to mm. so You could read in between the lines and expect him, but yeah. he wasn't explicitly referenced at any point. And then he turns mm. up and it's like, Oh, there he is. Good. Oh, yeah. Um, what I did, what I did really like and thought paid off really well was, um, George, uh, uh, terrible, his terrible squint technique, uh, mistaking, uh, a, a genuine horse <laughs> for the, uh, horse faced cousin Jeff. Yeah. Um, that was, that was played out really well. I thought from what, from what I saw and then from the conversation, um, kind of in the middle between, uh, I think Jerry and Elaine yeah. about talking about Jeff and his horse face and everything like that. And then the reveal at the end, just perfectly timed. So I like that probably Good. the most. Good. Um and that's that's kind of it. It's 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 enter- it's entertaining. Mm-hmm. One or two reservations. Yeah. But yeah. Good. I'll take that. That's a relief to me because I think this is a pretty good example of 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 where the where the show is and is going. Yeah. Um and you know I meant what I said during during while the show was playing that I genuinely don't think that dog dies. I know. Sorry, I think the dog dies in any of the previous seasons, and it just feels like maybe it's a, you know, it, it it's not a different show, but it's going out in a very different slot. Even though it's only half an hour difference, yeah, it's going out in a very different slot. So there's kind of a different responsibility on the on the on the shoulders of the the creators of the show at the moment. So I I I kind of feel like we're seeing that, whether or not it was a conscious decision on their part, I very much doubt it. Because Larry David's such an uncompromising human being, <laughs> but um, it just feels like it that way. But um, yeah, definitely, I think this is this um, this particular episode sort of really does highlight. It's not the best example of that type of story, yeah, but it's a really good early example in this season of where the way Seinfeld will be pitched in the future. Mm-hmm. And like I say, I'm I'm very relieved that you like it because otherwise. Um, this show would be getting really dark. <laughs> okay, uh, Steve, anything more to say, have you? No. Brilliant. Listener, thank you again for listening along with us. Uh, we hope you enjoyed the show. I hope that you managed to cope with Sleepy James. Uh, and <laughs> he stayed his, awake. And his complete... Ba- yeah, but he remained baffled throughout. So um, uh, please do uh, bear that in mind when you're writing your five-star review. Uh but uh, uh, hopefully you'll join us next week. But until then, uh, bye-bye. The Leopard. Mm-hmm.